بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف المرسلين سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل الأقدام من لساني يفقه قولي السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته all praise and thanks are due sorry to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala traces peace blessings and salutations upon our master and exemplar Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum welcome to episode number six of unlocking hearts so of course that means we are looking at juz six in the quran and after the brief overview inshallah ta'ala we will zoom into one particular verse and reflect on that and the intention of course as always, is to reflect on the Qur'an for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to open up our hearts and our minds that we may be from among those whose hearts are freed and not from among those whose hearts are locked. Because Allah gives us one of two choices. It's either Either we are from among those who reflect on the Qur'an or we are from among those who have hearts that are sealed, that are locked. May Allah not make our hearts locked and may we be from among those who can reflect on the Qur'an. Ameen, ya Rabbal Alameen. So looking at the sixth juz of the Qur'an, it begins at verse number 148 of Surah Al-Nisa and ends at verse number 81. Surah Al-Ma'idah is the surah that it ends with and Surah Al-Nisa is that which it begins with. Both are Madani and Surah Al-Ma'idah was revealed many years after Surah Al-Nisa at a very different stage in the Prophet Sallallahu life. Surah Al-Ma'idah was one of the last suwar to be revealed during the final years of the prophetic era. It was revealed after the conquest of Mecca when Muslims were finally in a position of power. During this phase of power, the Prophet ﷺ began to send letters to the kings of various countries inviting them and their people to Islam. The themes of the surah is going to reflect the time in which it was revealed. The first few surahs of the Quran give us a glimpse of the Muslims phase of history in that particular time in Surah in uh, Madina al Munawwara. So Surah Al-Baqarah shows us what Islam was like before Badr. Surah Al Imran shows us, as well as Surah Nisa, in fact, they show us glimpses of life after Uhud. And Surah Al-Ma'idah then shows us the final phase of the da'wah, the perfection of the law. And we can see this in the lengthier verses prevalent in the Surah. So uh, the perfection of the law after the conquest of Makkah and Surah Al-Ma'idah essentially revolves around two themes, the final laws of Islam and the principles of da'wah to the people and uh, the people of the book specifically and also other nations in general. At this uh, particular point, we want to look at how the, the Surah you know, conveys this meaning. So let's look at one specific verse in Surah Al-Ma'idah, inshallah ta'ala. And we've selected for that uh, a beautiful verse that stands out and asks us to stand up for justice. And that is a verse that actually reads, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu kunu kawwameena lillahi shuhada'a bilqist wa la yajrimannakum shana'anu qawmin ala alla ta'adilu i'adilu huwa aqrabu littaqwa an amazing verse, uh, needless to say, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, O believers, 
Now this is a distinguishing character of the Madani Suwar where Allah Ta'ala addresses the believers whereas 13 years in, in Makkah Al-Mukarramah they were addressed as Ya Ayyuhan Nas among other uh, forms of address but in Medina we find prominent Ya Ayyuhan Amanu O those who had Iman because now after believers are distinguished with their faith their, their Iman has been built up their Taqwa and their belief in the after has been built up now we find that Allah Ta'ala gives them extensive details upon how they should live their lives, how we should live our lives for that matter. And the audience is ready to accept this message because they were built up for it. And this is a very important lesson also when we engage with people who are new Muslim or when we speak to people who are not Muslim. We don't jump straight into technical details of fiqh or we don't jump into specifics in terms of the type of uh, laws that we have and why something is halal or why something is haram. Rather, we should focus first on faith and thereafter on uh, salah and so forth. So we know we know how to prioritize. That's very, very important. So in this verse, Allah Ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu, O believers, kunu qawwamina lillah. Kunu bi qawwamina lillah. Standing up for God. Standing up for God. Shuhada'a as witnesses. Bilqisti with justice. How should you stand up? You should stand up for justice and you should stand up in a just manner. So stand up for that which is right and stand up in a way that is right as well. And do not let your hatred of a people. Do not let your hatred of a people cause you to sin. By way of not being just. I'adilu, be just. That is closer to God consciousness. That is closer to piety. And have taqwa of Allah. Be conscious of God. And of course we know the month of Ramadan. And the fasting in the month of Ramadan is designed to increase us in taqwa. May Allah make us from among those who increase in taqwa. إِنَّ اللَّهَ خَبِيرٌ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ Indeed, God is all informed of what you do. And Allah being informed of what we do is part of taqwa. That Allah consciousness, knowing at every moment of our waking day, in fact, to the point where we know as we fall asleep, we know when we wake up. Even in our dreams, we know that Allah Ta'ala is always with us. So the verse again, O you who have believed, be persistently standing firm for Allah, witnesses injustice, and do not let the hatred of a people prevent you from being just. Be just, that is nearer to righteousness, and fear Allah. Indeed, Allah is well acquainted with what you do. Now, before we before we analyze various phenomenon within the, the verse itself and how this relates to our own lives, the major concept here is that we as Muslims, we, we cannot possibly suffer from the bystander effect where we see evil and we just simply stand by and watch it and say, you know, that's not our business. No, the Prophet wasallam said, Man ra'a minkum munkaran Whosoever sees an injustice taking place, let them change it physically. And if they cannot physically change it, then with their tongues. And if you cannot speak out against it. In other words, if you cannot use your tongues in protest, then at least in your heart you should feel something. There should never be complacency. There should never be acceptance of this injustice that takes place. 
But the Prophet also teaches us that that is the weakest form of faith. And that's of course a scary statement because if that's the weakest form of faith, then what about when complacency sets in? Then there's a question mark. There's a question mark on one's faith. So that's the main point here. It's to stand up for justice. And then the second point that really Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala especially highlights is that when people treat you unjustly or when you dislike someone for whatever reason, right? There are various reasons why some people don't like others. And that's, you know, that's neither here or there. Okay. What, what is justified and what isn't? That's a separate story. Yeah. When it comes to how you treat those people, regardless of how you may feel about them or regardless of what they may have done against you to offend you, etc. It is your absolute duty as a believer, as a Muslim to be just with them, right? Recently, there was an incident where one celebrity insulted the wife of another celebrity whose whose, uh, situation was actually that of illness. And the celebrity whose wife was insulted, was so uh, affected by this and he got so angry, he climbed up onto the stage in front of, you know, everybody at this awards event. I'm sure everybody knows what I'm speaking about, but I don't want to mention their names. And then he smacked the one making the jokes about his wife. And we can learn so much from the incident as far as the beauty of Islam is concerned, because number one, watch your tongue. Don't just say things to people, especially things that are offensive, right? That is not permissible in Islam. We need to treat others well, with our actions and with our tongues. And then number two, if somebody causes some sort of injustice against you, yes, we have qisas, we have just retribution, but where there's no retribution justified, we cannot, you know, resort to to haram means in order to uh, make ourselves feel better, when in actual fact we're not making anybody feel better, we're making a fool of ourselves and everybody else. So both, both parties in that instance did something wrong, and we can actually learn from that, right? When somebody treats you in a bad way, there's the the just way of dealing with it and then there's an unjust way of dealing with it. And believers should always resort to the best of possible ways because that was uh, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We don't accept when something is perpetrated against us, but at the same time, we don't have the right to fight fire with fire when when Islam did not actually sanction that particular fight of fire against fire. So with that overview, that zoom into that particular verse, we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Oh Allah, make us from among those who can stand up for justice, wherever it may be perpetrated around us and even in our own lives. Make us from among those who can always respond and react in a manner that is just. Oh Allah, allow us to be from among those who can control the emotions and can put your will before their own. Ya Rabbi, we ask of you in this blessed month of Ramadan to make us from among those who can control our anger and make us from among those who are strong as believers, but the strong believer who doesn't wrestle when they become angry, but rather they can control themselves so they are strong against their nafs. O Allah, make us strong against our nufus. O Allah, make us strong against our base desires. O Allah, remove all the injustice from the world. O oh Allah, wherever there is injustice being perpetrated, Ya Allah, you bring the perpetrators to justice. Ya Arham Ar-Rahimin. Ya Rabbul Izzati Wal Jalal. O oh Allah, you are the Almighty. You are the All-Powerful. Ya Allah, they are those who are completely oppressed. 
they have absolutely no means to fight back. Oh Allah, make us from among those who can stand up for them and speak truth to power. Oh Allah, make us from among those who live for justice and who live to uphold your laws, for your laws represent the ultimate form of justice in our lives. Ya Rabbil Alameen, we ask in this blessed month of Ramadan that you treat us not with your justice, but that you treat us with your mercy. Ya Rabb, if we were to be treated with what we deserve, then we would never ever experience the blessings and the bliss that you promised us and that you give us in this life and that you promised us in the next life. Ya Allah, we ask that instead you treat us with your mercy. Ya Arhamar Rahimin, O most merciful of those who show mercy. Ya Allah, many Muslims around the world celebrate the first part of Ramadan as the time to especially focus on mercy. Ya Allah, we turn to you with open palms, we turn to you with open hearts, we turn to you begging of your mercy. We are in desperate need of your mercy, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, your blessed Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam informed us that no one, not even he, will enter into Jannah except through your mercy. Ya Allah, the weak sinning slaves are raising their hands in the hope that the little bit that we can do, the little bit that you afford us to do, can be enough to invite your mercy into our lives and to encompass those actions that we may be from among those who receive your mercy in this month of Ramadan. Ya Rabbil Alameen, we ask that you send the choicest peace, blessings and salutations upon our Master, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, upon his family and friends and upon his loved ones and upon all of those who follow in their footsteps until the end of time. Ya Allah, make us from among those. Ya Allah, Bring the honor and dignity back to the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, let us restore that legacy of being from among those who are always just, always truthful, and always willing to fight for justice and to stand up for justice. Ya Allah, make us from among those who treat everyone in our lives, regardless of how we may feel about them, may we treat them with justice. Ya Allah, we ask that justice prevail in our communities. Ya Allah, we ask that you remove the violence and the killing and the abuse that so many face on a daily basis. Ya Arhamar Rahimin. Ya Allah, we ask that you accept the du'as and the cries of those who cry secret cries and who pray secret prayers, whose voices cannot be heard except by you. Ya Allah, we pray for those who have nobody to pray for them. Ya Allah, we pray for our parents and our lost loved ones who had left this world. Ya Allah, we ask that you shower them with your mercy, Ya Rahman Rahimin. Oh Allah, accept our fasting and accept our du'as and accept our ibadah in this blessed month of Ramadan. Wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin al-Nabi al-Ummi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa baraka wa sallam. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Jazakumullahu khairan. Until next time, inshaAllah, wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammad, subhanallahi wa bihamdi, subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik, nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta, nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.